We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 218. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And you can tell that the gang is back. Yay! We missed you all last week. Yes. Wait, I got to give some applause. Yeah, a little love there going on. Well, it was Mother's Day. I had a nice Mother's Day. Yeah. Not so we'll, having to come do the podcast. Well, well, you don't have to. I do mean, the not podcast. have to, but like I got Aww. to stay home and chill. Oh. Okay. I had a busy day. Yeah. Like the whole day was busy, so it was nice to just. Well, chill and that's what I was thinking because I went to Springfield. I got to see my mom too, and, and I was still really sick last Sunday. Like. Oh, so you need to stay the away anyway. The allergy stuff was like <laughs> kicking my butt the last two weeks, so I still sound like an old hag. I'm sorry. I'll get my real voice back one of these days. <laughs> well, Shara said she's fine, and she started coughing like an hour ago. So it's yeah. like, oh, so we'll try to... I, I feel fine. Like, I feel completely yeah, you know, fine. you don't look sick or sound sick I or just anything. still have the weird nasally voice. That happens. That happens. Uh, Corey, you have been a workaholic. Crazy days at work. It's been it's been fun, but in yeah, the past two, two days, it's been a little weathery well, yeah. out there. So, you well, know, and people Now, yesterday, people-y. you did what? You pulled a double, right? I pulled like a 17 hour shift or something like that. So it's insane. To- like 6 30 a.m. to like 10 30 p.m. That's insane. Now, that was, this was a special deal. This is not your normal schedule. Yeah, that was just for that day. So I was like, thank, <laughs> thank the heavens that there wasn't any severe weather. But they gave us all the tropical shaved ice we could eat and drink all day long. Oh, now what is the tropical shaved ice? What is that? Well, it's called a company you know called Brian's is. Brain Freeze from the Strip. Oh, Brian, yes, yes. And uh, they have a like a mobile, yeah, truck. a big old truck. Yeah. yeah, it was good. They had them at the Silver Dollar City employee family picnic last year. Yeah, and they're coming back. And they had them there yesterday. So gotcha, gotcha, they're gotcha. Good. I mean, I know the Sonic Ice. No, you know what shaved ice. You've had a well, snow cone. shaved It's ice. a snow well, cone, basically. Well, this has ice cream in it. and Yeah, these are good. Cr- they have ice cream in them. Yeah, Ooh. whipped cream. So, like, shaved ice, cream. ice cream. So, take the ice, the cubed ice that comes out of my refrigerator and put ice cream on it. No. Well, because it, my refrigerator shaves all the no, ice. Remember, it doesn't <laughs> shave it. That's not shaved. Well, I know, but it's, not, it's, it's annoying. Of, it, like, shaved ice is, like, soft. Yeah. When you yeah, put yeah, it in yeah. your mouth, it's soft. Oh, I've definitely had that. I love that. But uh, yeah, so Mother's Day, so you didn't do anything. Did you do anything? Um, I mean, I got up and went to church. And then me and the kids, all but one of my kids, went to Silver Dollar City for the afternoon. So it was a nice day. Good for you. And I got spoiled. I got some gifts early that morning. And then I was so, I couldn't taste anything because I was so stopped up. I, could, I had no taste. <laughs> 
So not COVID. No, no, it's I know. Just, like, but COVID I was just it, yes. stopped up. Right. I could smell. I couldn't taste. Okay, <laughs> but I didn't want to go out and eat. Like he wanted, he wanted me to pick what I wanted for dinner. You know, he's like, pick whatever you want for dinner. Yeah, you sure. Have. But I'm like. I can't taste it anyway. Can we wait a couple of days? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember what we had for dinner that night. <laughs> yeah, really. Because I mean, it was—I think we just cleaned out the fridge that night or something. Because I couldn't taste anything. I'm like, I don't want to oh, go so, out and eat, yeah, spend money on a meal you, I can't even enjoy. enjoy. Yeah. So we went out. <clears throat> was that Tuesday or Wednesday afternoon for lunch? Tuesday. Yeah. So we went out to lunch Tuesday, and I got to taste my meal. Oh my god. Well, I mean, because what I did, uh, my mother, uh, we're recording this on Sunday, on f- last Friday, two days ago, I took her to the Texas Roadkill. She calls it Texas Roadkill. It's a Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> That's one of our favorite restaurants. And she hasn't been out in three years because of COVID. Oh, yeah. You know, and she's older up there. Right. So she's so, kind of stayed in. Yeah. So she, she's like, I don't really, I don't feel comfortable. It's like, if you don't feel comfortable, that's fine. I'll get us an Arby's and then bring it home. But uh, we actually got out. You know, uh, that's funny. That's what I had for lunch that day. Arby's? We had Arby's. <laughs> that's great. I mean, because it was, it, we went to church and after church, it was like, I don't want to go home and cook anything. It's Mother's Day. Yeah. So go to Arby's. <laughs> I was like, what do I want? And so we went and got Arby's. That's right. You know what? And my mother does Arby's too. Because if that's what you want. Your mama and I would get along. I think you two would get along just fine. Like, we would be besties. She adores you. So she's even I adore her and I've never even met her. We've never even met Oh, but she's about ready. I'm about ready to uh, bring her back down to get her hair cut by Gina, our hairstylist. And I told her, it's like, now I got to call Shara. We need to do lunch or something. or, Or something. For her, probably just come on over and bring Griff if you want. So it's like, yeah, I can do on. that. Yeah, we could do I that. Totally and hopefully, Corey will be off. Corey can come over. Mom's never met Corey either. I want her to get on the podcast, but she's like, no. Oh, she should <laughs> totally get on the podcast. You hear that, Mom? I want you on the podcast. It's so. a busy week um, for us because it's the last week of school. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, last, we're for Branson. I, some schools are already out. I'm like jealous of all these other schools that were posting last week. They it's were like out. the first. Part of May. It's no, I thought they get I out May. To, they get out May twentieth, mm. and it's it's this week. Oh my! It's oh, May it's the fifteenth. It's yeah. right in the middle of May. So uh-huh. tomorrow is field day for Jillian. So we have to go to that. That's like a parent thing. You come and you watch and you cheer. Your okay. Kid on. Yeah. 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 You have a picnic outside. Blah blah blah. Tuesday is economics. I don't remember what they call it, but they've completed an economics lesson. And so all the kids um, put a booth up, like that's their own business. So Jillian has that. So I'll have to go to mm-hmm. that. Her and her friend are doing a nail salon. Oh, really? And Wednesday, I we might. I want to say we're free, but I don't want to jinx it. No, don't jinx You're it. You're free. I'm working. Well, he's working, but. Well, I, you get off like at what, seven, right? I think I'm six. Six? Oh, good. I think I have church that night, but I think during the day. Well, I'm free. we won't say anything. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so nobody say anything when you listen to Thursday, this podcast. <laughs> Jillian. Has, I'm literally at Jillian's school every day this week, except for Wednesday. She oh, has something tomorrow oh, really? at her school. She has something Tuesday at her school. Thursday, she has something in that school. That is perfect. And then Friday, they get out. They have a half a day. But Garen won't be at school Thursday and Friday because those are finals days at the high school. And if your finals exempt. You don't have to go to school those days. And he is finals exempt? Yes. Because he's a great student. Every year he's finals exempt. That boy is you, a smarty. If your grades are up there, 
He's you're a smarty. Passing and you have you've had good attendance, then you can skip finals. Perfect for him. Perfect. Well, good. Good, 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 good. So, so I know nobody cared, but there you go. There's my no, life. There's well, my hey, week. We haven't talked about it for two weeks here, so we need to catch up. But I want to get to today. Uh, very interesting day. We had a bunch of severe weather. A big old complex of thunderstorms moved through today. And fortunately, I was off all day. Corey, unfortunately, was in the cave. And I, was, and I was at Silver Dollar City with him, and we had no signal. That's the weird part, because nobody, you like, yeah, and me can, couldn't, I couldn't communicate. I was, trying to com- I was trying to talk to you to figure out when it was safe to go to the car. And I would send to you, and you wouldn't get it, and you'd text I wasn't, me. It yeah. wouldn't go, and I went to Corey, I went to the cave, and he couldn't pull up radar. Yeah, he couldn't tell. We were in the dark. <laughs> we well, knew nothing. Now, Corey, didn't you say it's like the the Silver Dollar City? You get all these people on there. There's thousands of people on one Wi-Fi signal, right? right? So it kind of well, just the, even even just if they're the not LTE. on LTE, they're all using the same carrier in one small the, like, area. Like tower or whatever. Right. Yeah. He that's had impossible. people asking him, like when we were walking, we were going to lunch, and people are like stopping him. Like, is this going to blow over? What's this doing? And he's like, honestly, I don't know. I don't have radar. Yeah. Well, I, I tell you, we kind of knew this was coming because yesterday I made a big post about it. We were in an, in, excuse me, an enhanced risk, which is, you know, you got to get some pretty power, powerful. Thun- I know I got the burps. That's going to really, really it's suck. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm wanting to burp. We uh, thought it was going to come later, though. That's what all the models were saying between one and four. I thought I had more time at Silver City. Well, and that's what I told you. And it's to like get home before it hit. The model said one before, whatever. But when I got up this morning, I looked, and there was already severe thunderstorm watches close to us. Did, uh, did we went under a watch early? Like early, early. like eight thirty, like nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. We were already under a watch. Yeah, so I knew right then because what I wanted to do was go to Walmart and come back. I thought, okay, I'm going to have some time. Like you said, it's going to come later. No, nature is like, no, no, no. We're going to barrel. Bam. Well, like we're right go. when we got to Silver Dollar City, we went this morning thinking we were going to beat the storms. Yeah, you know, have a couple good hours in the sun before the storms hit, and then we'd go home. No, they started shutting all the rides down as soon as we got there because of lightning in the area. Mm-hmm. And then, so we thought, well, well, let's go watch a show because there's no rides running. We went into a show. When we came out, it was lightning, thundering, pouring down rain. And no way to contact me. And the wind. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, we were just running kind of from, from building to building with my kids. I'm yeah. like, I don't want to be out here and be hit by lightning. Well, this thing, this, this thing started, like, infiltrating, like, after, you know, 1130 <laughs> or noon. And it w- wasn't supposed to be here till after 1. Now, okay, now i got to tell you about my little day. Once I got up, I thought, okay, this is going to be interesting. So I saw the complex, and models had kind of said it from Kansas City. And it's something that I posted online that, that I've said many, 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 many times. If you see a complex of storms turn right... That means it's strengthening, and I learned that from a storm spotter class. So this is National Weather Service. Spinning like well, it's rotating. Well, it's got well, enough power behind it to rotate. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess. I mean, if it's strengthening, I mean, like think of a tornado. It like it rotates. Yeah, but so but there's no tornadoes right, in this. But, but if it has enough power behind it to rotate, then yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, I know what, <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't. Sure doesn't remember. People, that's in, people in Weatherland, they know what I mean. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I think I of know. a storm. Being, like, what I think of a storm about? being so strong that it just 
it just turns. I, it just makes sense to me. It, it makes sense rolls. in my head. It rolls. It, yeah. Doesn't. It's all. Yeah, it's no not a tornado. I'm thinking. No, I'm not thinking tornado, but I'm oh. just thinking it's just so powerful that it. Well, it we does. Know. With that updraft and downdraft start strengthening, I mean, centripetal, centripetal, I always say that wrong, centripetal force will tend to make it turn to the right. That's why when you play disc golf, if you throw that disc and it's spinning clockwise really, really hard, centripetal, centripetal, Centrifugal. Centrifugal. It's a V. Well, I know, but see, I've seen it too. Centrifugal and centrifugal. I've not seen centrifugal. I've seen I got I got to. I got to gurgle that in a little bit. But anyway, it it will naturally want to fade. It want it'll want to go left naturally. If you if it's on a straight line, once once it starts, it will always want to go left in the northern hemisphere. If you do that in the southern hemisphere, it will always want to go right. And it's that that force, the C force. I'll call it the C force. C, <laughs> letter C, because I don't know what it is. Corey, look that up. Uh, <laughs> well, it causes it to do that. So in a way, it kind of makes sense what you're saying. If you get that strength, that updraft and downdraft and stuff to go, it will strengthen, kind of want to shift it to the right. That's exactly what happened. There was a storm in Kansas City. I saw it coming out of, the, out of uh, northeastern Kansas. It got to central, and it just started diving to the south. And it was head on. At one point, I thought, okay, the... Severe thunderstorm warning for like Lawrence County and I-44 initially said 60 mile an hour winds, quarter size hail. And then the next severe thunderstorm warning came out. They said that, but then they re-upped it to say, okay, this thing is like powerhousing. They upped it to 70 mile an hour and ping pong ball size hail, which is what ping pong They apparently put the outdoor sirens on. Yeah, that's because that's of the Silver city because the, of the hail and the wind. Well, it, I didn't hear wind. them. Yeah, mostly wind. We oh. were in a show and didn't hear them, but Stone Corey County heard came them out in and the... later and said, "Oops, we didn't mean to sound the sirens." Oh, they did. That's what I heard. I don't know if that's I true. Mean, I, oh, I didn't know that. Because I there were some pretty good any... hail signatures, and there were some pretty good uh, velocities coming out. Oh yeah. Us, so. Well, if it, if it's seventy mile an hour or above, I mean, it's not really a mistake Ted's to just kind of warn people that they need to get indoors. That's not Ted over there. Oh right, Ted's Ted's is Branson, right. Taney. Yeah, but, I mean, I see nothing wrong with telling people, you know, heads up, might want to go indoors. Well, I know, and and I made a plea. I did three live casts today. <laughs> I didn't know if you all saw them. I didn't even see them because yeah. we couldn't. Oh, pull you up couldn't anything. get a signal. No, I made three live. We'll casts. take your word for it. Yeah, well, it's on. It's on Stormdrive Weather. I saw our Facebook that you page. did go. I saw one of them. Just, I mean, okay. when I posted a picture, I saw that. I you thought had I saw one yesterday. He did go live yesterday. I did three. I three did three today because number one, I had nothing else to do, and number two, we made him work the coming. last two days. Yeah, you made me work. You need to get some time off so I can go. Well, you you cover he for me. Them, he runs them during the night. I was in the middle say, of the night. Yeah, the middle of the night, right? And when I'm in a show, Corey's got it covered. That's why we work so well together. So you need to be trained on how to put the graphics in and stuff. I kind of know. You kind you, you did a good job. He showed me how to pull up the radar. Yeah, and he showed me how to get the warnings from the National Weather Service. So. Yeah. See, I know enough that yeah. I I could hold my own. It may not be as fast as you guys, but yeah. it'll get there. I'm going to give you a little bit of applause because yes, and I think you did that today because I because what happened? Okay, now I got to tell you my story. Once this, okay, I didn't really see what's going on outside. I was downstairs <laughs> on this computer and I was like relaying it warnings all over the place and doing live casts and trying to be important <clears throat> or whatever. And all of a sudden. That thing came through, and my lights would like go off and on, off and on, off, off and on, off and on. And I'm like, I'm talking to my buddy Gary in Springfield. I was like, 
Uh, oh my gosh, my power is going to go out. Now that's the okay. I have to back up. The title of this episode is Flicker, Flicker, Boom. <laughs> You'll see it. And some it, loud thunder out and, there. And, and yeah, and then it thundered, and it would stop for about, and everything would be fine for about a minute, and then the lights would flicker again. And I'm trying to update, and I'm telling Gary, it's like, what is going on? I mean, the, my lights are going to go out, and all of the sudden, it must have been in that subdivision just to the east of me. Powerhouse lightning strike, extremely loud thunder. It struck not more than like a quarter mile away from my house, and it scared the crap out of me. And I'm like, uh, but my lights stayed on. But it kept going off and off, off and on, off and on. And I, it, it, at one point, it went off enough that it turned my computer off, it turned my modem off, and it turned my television off. I mean, just off and back on. But my microwave stayed on. <laughs> So I didn't have to set my clock on my microwave. Our microwave and our oven have a little bit of a leeway. If it comes right back on, yeah. it'll stay. Yeah. But that one time, not 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 the lightning strike, but one of the flickers it did, this computer went off and the motor went off. So it's like, okay, I went I went dark. And I mean on, on Stormdark. And that's when I think you took over and saw and you added the uh, the sponsor. Yeah, the sponsor that was on Corey. there. That was crazy. Yeah, we were at lunch. I had nothing. I couldn't do anything, and I was afraid to turn my computer back on because it was everything. We kept flickering, and I had no modem signal, so I couldn't do anything on the computer anyway. And like, and ah, so we it was were just, at lunch, and he was seeing the warnings pop up, and he was adding our sponsor as fast as he could. Yeah, because I because I was doing fine until everything went down. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> so it was fun. Now I don't really. I didn't really see or hear any hail because when it hails, I didn't see I any get, hail today. I didn't. I mean, we had hail sigs all over the place, but I didn't see any hail here. Because that was my concern with trying to get to the car. I'm like, rain, I'm fine, but it was more the if there was going to yeah. be hail or lightning. And that lightning, was my we had hail. definitely, definitely had some lightning. Oh, and speaking of hail, Corey, yesterday, yesterday's hail was interesting. That was fascinating. And I wasn't expecting. Because I wasn't watching. The I wasn't weather. either. And the storm prediction center was like, eh, it's I not going to be that bad. I was at a friend's house, and I was totally sunny and bright in Branson as I was driving over to my friend's house, who lives out here by T Highway. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that it was very dark off in the distance. Yeah, sunny where I was at, and I texted you. I was like, it kind of looks like rain. <laughs> and you're like, oh no, it's to the east of us, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. well, I'm heading east. <laughs> yeah, as well, don't I, do that. <laughs> as I got to her house, it was on top of me. Like the dark cloud was literally right on top of her yeah. house. And we're sitting there chatting, and all of a sudden we hear this ping, 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 <sighs> ping. I'm like, is it hailing? It wasn't even raining yet. There was no rain, but these were like. We were up on a balcony, so it was hard to see. We weren't near the ground. But they were so big. I mean, they looked like somebody was... It wasn't like it was raining down. It was like somebody was throwing golf balls at right, us. Right, right. It was like somebody was just throwing a bunch of golf balls because they were bouncing across the lawn yeah, just you're randomly. Like, That's weird. It was slow. <laughs> like, it wasn't a fast hail. It was the weirdest thing. I'm like... And I wasn't smart enough to, to go out the front door and pick one up. <laughs> Well, here, here's what I did. I was though. busy staying under the covering and not getting hit by it. Him. It started and it and I I, I heard it, it pinging because you can hear it in this house. It's not really loud, but you can hear it. Well, and they had a metal roof, so it was oh, so you could very really loud. hear it. Well, I went out on the front porch and I was like, okay, I'm I need to set my phone because I need to do a live cast. It's like, hey, you know, you know, it's really interesting to do a live cast. And while I was setting it up, 
it started hailing, and these this big yeah. two two inch hail hit in the yard, and it's like, okay, I am so not supposed to do this, and I am sorry, weather gods, for being you know promoting you know do as I say, not as I do. Ran out there and got it. That was the first thing Corey said when I texted him about the hail. He's like, you should have went and got one and put it in the freezer. Or you should have went and got one and put it in your hand for size. I'm like... Well, I did, but I didn't, I didn't have think a, of that. Well, I didn't... See, if it's hailing, you're not supposed to go. But the problem is, the, the, here at, at the headquarters, we just had sporadic. It wasn't like hailing. Right. Just, That's the thing is, it was like weird because it was like somebody was throwing golf yeah, balls so in the I yard. Yeah, so I went out and, and got it. And they were bouncing across the yard. I went out and got it and came back and never got hit. It was very slow. Uh, Yes, it was the weirdest. Which we like that hail because... I'd ever seen. Well, I mean, and it and was and they had jagged. a trampoline in their backyard, and so they would hit that trampoline, and they were bouncing. Oh, that's funny. That's right. You said all that. over the trampoline. <laughs> it was funny, but what what do you do in hail, Corey? If you're at the city and you're doing your thing, and it starts hailing like that, you just stay under an awning, you get just, out of it. I mean, you don't have to come out of the cave, right? Only if there's lightning. Okay, lightning is the only way you come out. Usually, if there's if hail, it's there's raining, lightning. They can stay okay. in. If it's lightning, it's the only thing that shuts them down. I know, Corey. I'm trying to include him. I mean, we're <laughs> we're just like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Corey's half asleep over here. Just so you I know. know. Well, he, he did a full day today and a double yesterday. So you know that that's why Sharon and I are kind of carrying it. But Corey's got some stuff he's going to tell us in a little bit. Um, okay, so I measured my uh, the hailstone and it was two and a quarter inches, uh, but I didn't. Since I was outside and I was trying to do a live cast really quick, I didn't get a tape measure on it. So I did not send it to NWS, but I did say what it was. Uh, and, and the weird part is this: the, the location of these storms were east of 65 and south of I-44, just in south-central Missouri. And that's where they were saying. And I'm not sure why that particular area. I mean, it, it rare. I don't even think it got above I-44, North of 544, and I don't think it got west of 65. It just right there, and it just it well. When I in. got home, mind you, I was out about on T, a mile or two down east, T Highway. Okay, which is east of here. Yes, yep. and when I got home, I uh, well, Grayson called me. Grayson's car broke down, well. um, so he needed me to pick him up from work because they were Child closing early. <laughs> yeah, so the track was closing because of lightning in the area. So I went and picked him up, but he's like, we we got like a sprinkle. It didn't hail there. It didn't rain. He said it sprinkled for a minute, but he goes, we had to shut down because of the lightning. Lightning, right. I got home and Garen had been at home. He's like, it, it did nothing here. He's like, it didn't That's rain. What? It didn't spring. I'm like, how in the world? I was in a hailstorm and you got nothing yeah, it, in it, the same town. It's like somebody, someone just, just drew a line and said, okay, everything east of there is going to be crap. But I had friends that live <laughs> just, you know, off Fall Creek yeah. And they were posting pictures of their hail. Well, in Hollister, it was like kind of yeah. south, too. And, but Garen got nothing. Not a thing. Totally dry. That is so crazy. Well, I mean, welcome to Missouri. Right? <laughs> yeah, so I, I wanted to definitely say that. And we've had some hailers. Now, today, like I said, it was supposed to be a hailer, but today was more of a wind event. And so as it kept progressing, kept progressing, kept progressing, uh, it was getting stronger and stronger. And they were talking 70-mile-an-hour winds, gusts, or greater, and I've got this incredible, if I do say so myself, pat myself on the back, uh, time lapse today. It it was uh, cool. I started, They, yeah, Corey and Cher have seen it already. Um, I, I started at 9 o'clock in the morning because I knew, okay, it's going to get crazy today. And I stopped it at 6. Now, you're not going to see the whole time lapse uh, because after the storm went through about 1 or 2, it got kind of boring. So 
<laughs> so I, I'm tailoring music to that. I'm, I've been having really good response to the tailored music. Uh, d- tailored d- d- music. Tailor, tailored music. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to get. I'm going to uh, bounce. Uh, bounce. See, music gets bounce in video. It's render. Right. You render uh, something. Video guy. You're yeah, awake. you can bounce too. I mean, oh, do you guys formats. use bounce in video? Render is writing the video files together. Bouncing is oh, so you do use bouncing bounce. it down, but 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 it's really an audio term. We don't we don't. Call yeah, it I was gonna say video. that's 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 totally. I'm I'm totally audio. I think it's the stupidest <laughs> word in the world. It is. Well, you know, there were, I found out the history on that. There was some history. Uh, there's a reason that they said that, and it just stuck. It's like, yeah, okay. So, you know, Command B in Logic is bounce the, the file. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, okay. So, Corey, uh, this is relative. Well, I haven't seen you in two weeks. This is relative. We've had some record-breaking heat. It's been warm. Wow. I, and I've seen a lot of people complaining about how hot and how humid it is. But I think, yeah. I think it's just because it came on, like, Boom. Like, normally we gradually go there. Well, you know, we are 60s and 70s yeah. and 80s. We, we were 50 one week, and then boom, 90. Yeah. The next yeah, day. Yeah, like, bam, and it just kind of so came up there. So I think people's systems just kind of had a shock. Well, I'm not ready for August. You don't go from, from like, April to August. You just don't. I don't care if they start with I the same weather. I don't mind the... I don't like cold, so... The Springfield no. National Weather Service even put out a post saying, hey... The nighttime temperatures aren't getting cool enough for relief during these three days. Yeah. They were getting like lows of what, 69, 70? That's when you start As talking about low. heat advisories. And I mean, that's I know. Kind of, when that's I was too taking, early for that. When I was taking my daughter to the bus at 8 o'clock in the morning, it was already muggy. Like, it was already yeah. hot and muggy at 8 o'clock in the morning. Well, the muggy stuff, I don't like. I mean, right. if it's Who 90 knows? degrees and low humidity, I can play disc golf all day. I, my deal is to go out and play disc golf because I'm getting fatter and I need to go get exercise. And so it, it needs to be like 75 or 80 and let me go out and get some exercise. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what that was. It's just a big old heat wave uh, moving in. Oh, okay. We got some stuff coming down the pike. So, Corey, I want to get to your segment. If you got, everything. I wasn't ready yet. Oh, okay. Well, well. Okay. So Too bad. Le, le, no. Let me let me know when you're ready. And no, I'll I had talk. more stuff to talk about. Oh, what do you got to talk about? What is today? Today is May fifteenth. The start of Eastern Pacific hurricane season starts today. Oh, the Pacific starts. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Two weeks before. Nothing going on much, but the, temp- yeah. the but I looked at the ocean temperatures, and they're, yeah. they're up there. They're uh, getting up there. It doesn't surprise me a bit. Uh, oh, my gosh, really? I, I wouldn't be surprised in the next week or two to start things start getting interesting out there. Now, you're talking sure. Pacific. Pacific. So, so, technically, right now, Atlantic starts... Right now is June 1st. Yes, and then also Central Pacific starts June 1st, but Eastern Pacific starts May 15th. And that doesn't, that, again, that doesn't surprise me. And we've got La Nina going on. Mm-hmm. Wait, La, La Nina is warmer than normal, right? El Nino is colder than normal. I never do get those right. I keep getting them screwed up. Well, right now, well, as of last week, the Central and Eastern Pacific Ocean water is 12 Degrees Celsius cooler than average. So La Nina is cooler. Yeah. See, I don't. I I keep getting those screwed up all the time because I don't use it's them. It's the, the coolest time. ocean temperature. Yeah. In twenty two years. 
No, wait. Okay, expand. In, in the city. In the city. In the city, <laughs> city of, of May. Atlantis. <laughs> no, in the month that of dang May. city of May. In the month of May. It's your favorite day. Yeah. Oh, so it's the coolest it's been in in it's May? It's the coolest May in 23 years. Ever in the city years. of May. In 23 years for the temperature of the ocean. The coolest? Really? No, I heard you. In 22 years. Okay, that's weird. Correct. I, I, Sorry for the the dead air, but I'm processing all this. That doesn't... That's weird. Now, April was the coolest water temperature since 1950. And it was only 1.1 degrees cooler than Well, if it's cooler, that's going to squash... Maybe. Cyclonic, uh, cyclone Maybe that's why development. We don't have anything yet out there? Well, that, the oh yeah, because a couple of years ago we had stuff like in what March, didn't we? We had something going on. Well, or three or four years ago, May for sure. You know, May. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't even think I didn't used to start in May. They changed that a few years ago. They did. Yeah. I remember that. That's and why I'm talking about, talking about changing it in the. In the Atlantic, too. And yeah, they, that's they why have, I was going to double check to see, have they done it yet? Yeah. No. They haven't. But uh, there is a La Nina. I mean, there's still it's still out there. Yeah, I, I checked La Nina advisory. It really hasn't changed. We're still in La Nina. It's, it's not a... I didn't think it was a particularly strong La Nina, but apparently if this is the coolest it's been in 22 years... La Nina conditions... This is a new tweet. La Nina conditions... Not only continue but strengthen just a little for the most recent three month period. This is just the third time in the last 20 La Ninas that the February to April Oceanic Nino Index, yeah, the El Nino, the Nino Index, yeah, is cooler than the January to March Oceanic Nino Index. Interesting. That's fascinating. I got. I got to give you one of these. I have not known that. Have you ever heard of a triple dip? Uh, only at the ice cream shop. Yeah, they're talking about the possibility of a La Nina triple dip coming up. Okay, I please explain. <laughs> what is a triple dip? I don't know. Dip? Oh, I you don't know? I if you knew it. <laughs> no, I, I think a triple dip is is <laughs> the seasons. It starts. Okay. Are you okay there, honey? <laughs> oh, she's fine. She's <laughs> she she's just coughing. <laughs> she doesn't have to go. Well, we're laughing over here. <laughs> if you need to go over there, go over yeah, there. That no. makes me cough. Stop <laughs> making me laugh. Okay. Okay. So a, a triple? No, I have no idea what a triple dip is. Well, the chance of a La Nina each three month period. Three months is a dip. Oh, okay. I know See what you're what talking saying? about. Yeah, yeah. So Dip in it's not no. dying out. Uh, when it lasts nine months, I guess that's a triple right. dip. Okay. Basically, okay, to, to give a small explanation, the way they measure the sea surface temperature is through a three month block. So they, they take that three month block and then they. they Measure it to see. So a triple dip would be three of those consecutive three month blocks of deepening La Nina as opposed to fluctuating. Correct? Is that close? No. Okay, no. then explain. Um, 
kind of a scientific article I got, I got uh, pulled okay. up here. A triple dip has only happened two other times since 1950. Uh, a triple dip seems to be La Nina's that happen close together. We okay. had a La Nina last. Remember the last La Nina? Yeah. We had it, and it didn't last as long as this one. Right. Well, that was the first dip. This is the second dip. Now they're expecting the possibility of a third La Nina in the next two years. If there's a third La Nina in the next two years, oh. that would be a triple dip. Oh, so it's spaced further than I'm thinking. Correct. Oh. There are three separate La Ninas. Okay, okay, that makes sense. All right. It's kind of like a La Nina cycle of the Earth. The apparently. cycle. Yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. Which I, has only happened three times since 1950. The well, most see, recently, something. Yes. it happened from late summer 1998 through early spring 2001. So interesting. How bizarre! No, yeah. I had no idea. I didn't know. You're you, see, you told me when you walked in, you had absolutely nothing to talk about. <laughs> I knew we'd find something. No, no, it's great. I love it. I had no, and I thought about doing a La Nina segment because I really want to play the La Nina. Uh, El Nino segment, but is that a triple dip? Okay, mm-hmm. that's going to be the weather word of the week at some mm-hmm. point. <laughs> what is a triple dip? Wow, but is it affecting the drought? Uh, not sure. Could be. It could be affecting a lot of things. We just don't know. Yeah, that in the coming weeks we we will definitely be talking about that. Not so much here, but there are there, there's a drought. Have the, you seen pictures of Lake Mead? Oh, it's it's dried, dried up. up. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I've seen tons of videos. That is crazy. Yeah, it's scary. Is what it is. It's totally <laughs> scary because we don't need. That's bad for this. Someone people. did a video of the the boat ramp. Yeah. And and they showed there's signs all along the boat ramp of here's where the lake was at this year. And that's like way, way, way up at the top of the boat ramp. Yep. And then it goes way down. It's like, here's where Lake was this year. And it goes way down. It's like, there's now like a three to four hour wait to get your boat in because all the other boat ramps are now just dry land. Okay. That's crazy. La Nina and the cooler ocean temperatures generally create a uh, more active hurricane season ah why you may ask why i thought you might ask that i'm glad because the cooler waters of the pacific ocean end up causing less wind shear along with weaker low level winds that kill hurricanes i was going to say if there's no wind shear then tropical systems can explode correct because wind shear kills the system i know that yeah you got edumacated did Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I would think, you know, wind is something that would, like, hype it up. Well, wind shear. Like, wind's it going different directions. But the cooler waters of La Nina can also, I mean, just because it's happening in the Pacific, it also affect, it affects the weather globally. Yeah. It can also enhance the rising motion over the Atlantic Basin. And when that happens, that's where the storm's. It's easier for those storms to develop. That's when all the oscillations are... Correct. Okay, like the PDO and the NAO. Ah. So there you have it. That answers that question. Wow. I'm going to give you just you know a little bit of that, because I did not have a clue. I had not a clue. That was it. So eventually, we're going to have to bring up the, the 
Tropic Report. Oh, it's right here. Eventually, it's right here. I, it's, it's, I got it. We got it ready. It, it's punch up a button. All so. right, <laughs> that's all I got on that one. That's okay, all. so are you ready for your segment? No. Okay, let me, let me well, Shara. So, okay, well, let me know when you're ready. I'm definitely not ready for my <laughs> segment. Well, your segment's at in the B block. I uh, got it here. You got it. Okay. Happening. So yeah, because I have questions also. You didn't bring your iPad. You saw it on your phone. So, all right. So now it's time to get to the next segment. Model minute. Model Minute. What do they say? It's the Model Minute. It is the Model Minute because I want to find out what's going on. Well, we're looking at the wrong. We're not. We're not. The, the models aren't fortune tellers, apparently. Yeah, apparently not. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, the timing's been a little off. I mean, they knew it was going to do something, right? You mean today? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The timing was way off, but. Uh, one to four, and by by twelve forty, it was done. It looks pretty quiet over the next uh, well, a couple of days: Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Maybe some showers on Saturday. Okay, I, I can I interrupt because there is there was a hint of something really quick moving through Wednesday night, and I don't know if that's still in the forecast or not. But they were talking like a quick hitter. Is Wednesday that... morning, northern Missouri looks interesting. Okay. And uh, Wednesday afternoon, nothing. Maybe some scattered showers near Kansas City. Wednesday night, 10 p.m., nothing, nothing, nothing. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that was just a, a fluke thing. Maybe okay. some uh, showers, scattered showers, uh, Thursday morning. Hmm. But, uh... I'm not seeing anything, anything to write home to mom about. Yeah, I mean, this. I'm going to check really quick just to see if it's still there. I mean, because it, it was like you know, yes, I'm looking at the GFS. So they say like a thirty. They still do thirty percent. Oh, Tuesday night, thirty per. Yeah, thirty percent. I don't have my glasses. After thirty percent after one a.m. No. Tuesday night. 30% after 1 a.m., and it's just like, bam. And then I have Wednesday night, 30% after 1 a.m. So that was my question. It, it's just little tiny scattered. It doesn't look so like anything. Nothing. It looks like a little heavier on Saturday, but still nothing to write home about. Okay. And uh, no, I'm not kind of boring, actually. Nothing, nothing exciting for May, you know? Okay. You notice all that. Before this, these past two days, a lot of the severe weather is always shifting to the north. The Minnesota, the duration they know. had up in uh, what was it, North Dakota and South. There, that was that amazing yeah. up there, just insane up there. So, you know, I don't know what we're uh, what the rest of the month holds. Okay, I do. I do have another question, and you'll you'll know why I'm asking you this. Is there anything Friday night? Coming through, and I'll explain why I'm asking that in a second. Friday night, well, there's that stuff Saturday. Hold on, let me bring it, let me rewind here. I mean, anything big? No, just uh, scattered uh, showers, 7 p.m., nothing really over here. Uh, Yeah, Friday night at 10 p.m., a little bit. But nothing, I'm not seeing anything like severe, but of course... It is May, and it is. Well, the reason I'm asking 
did did you get that graphic I showed you? I didn't get a graphic. Did you show me a graphic? SPC day six. Mm. We are in fifteen percent severe. Friday. Now I'm guessing that is later. Yeah, day six. For Friday. Yo, yeah, today's. Well, then it'll probably be an overnight thing. Uh, it generally always. Is. <laughs> There's nothing. The GFS is always picking. overnight here, and I'm only looking at GFS, so it's not. It's not too. Uh, Noteworthy looking at a model right here. I mean, there's nothing to uh, that's nothing. Yeah, that's something. Yeah, no, but no, if you look at day six, I mean, it's got 15% severe all the way from southeastern Oklahoma all the way to Lake Superior, which makes me think, okay, there's a front, <laughs> well, there's a front, but that's six days out. Let's see, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. yeah, Friday. So I, that's the only reason I'm asking. But if you don't see anything right now, it's just going. I'm going to put this into like you know little eye candy right now. It's like all right. Well, if you're going to do that, then yeah, I'm. I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. What is it? Well, look at you have day five up in uh, yeah, Minnesota it's up in Minnesota, and Minnesota. Yeah, Wisconsin. But day six is just whoa. <laughs> is that a huge duration coming through on day six? Probably That'd with massive F four EF four tornadoes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Probably not. We're just kidding. No, stop we're just kidding. Scaring everyone. All right, we'll stop scaring you. All right. So that's the <laughs> that's yeah. Right. But that now, area is huge for for it to be a day six. I, I know. That's why I'm not posting anything because like I'm not convinced. That'll be refined. I'm not convinced of anything. But like like you just said, this is May. You can't just discount anything in May at this that point. That could be conditional on things that have to happen That's, for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Okay. Well, it's kind of a boring model minute this week, but maybe next week it'll be it's still May, so we'll we'll do that. So all right, so let's get to the next segment. Okay. It's time for some Paula and Shara. You were telling me before the podcast. It's been hitting The last you. two weeks have been miserable. <laughs> well, it was the pollen, but then the mold came in. Like, I started right. getting better. <clears throat> then the mold hit me. And then the pollen came back. You should throw that old bread out. <laughs> eh. It's penicillin. Uh, like, eh, uh, last eh, Sunday, eh. Mother's Day, I was actually feeling pretty good, so I decided to take the kids all to Silver Dollar City after church. Right. You and go there a lot. I I do this year, but I I don't know. Maybe not when the heat hits so much. But oh, that's true. <laughs> as we're there, like literally, you can see pollen blowing in the air. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It was everywhere. It, it affected me today for the first time before the rain hit. Really? Mm-hmm. So when I got home Sunday never night, get affected. I never get affected. Yeah, wow. I mean, so I had been feeling much better, and then went and had pollen blown in my face all day. <laughs> But we had a lot of leaves blown down yesterday on our train platform, and I thought, I better get a leaf blower and clean all this up. Well, I blew the pollen around, and it oh. affected me <laughs> like you wouldn't believe. Oh, my gosh. You need one of those N95s just yeah, to get you I do. going. Well, I mean, pollen. Now, we didn't do the pollen report last week, uh, but I got the pollen report this week. Basically, the the... Predominant pollens are the same. Mulberry, oak, and walnut are just really raging out there. Um, and I'm my black-ish car is kind of greenish when I go out there. It's crazy. And I'm afraid to run it through the car wash. And God forbid I would turn my windshield wa- washers on because then it just makes 
you know, that greenish on the side. You know, it's funny because <laughs> I, I ran mine through the wash yesterday and I noticed like I had, I think there was a couple mornings ago I had turned my windshield wipers on because my window was kind of dewy. And yeah, there's like a, a line yeah, of a line green, of green where the yellow. windshield wiper stops. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's way out there. But I'm feeling much better, and I have actually I was outside all day today, and no problem. Of course, it was raining, so well that you know. yeah. But before the rain, you were there before the rain. Yeah, and so far I'm I, you know other than starting to cough a couple hours ago, I'm I'm good. I still feel good. Yeah, right, right, and you so, look fine. So here's hoping. Well, the, the pollen is really, really out there. On Monday, tomorrow, the forecast, uh, it's uh, this is from pollen, pollen.com, uh, mulberry, oak, and walnut, predominant. There's other pollens out there, but these are the main ones. Uh, Monday is high, 9.7. Then Tuesday through Thursday is insane with high around 11.3. And 12 is like the top of the scale. It's just going to be nuts. So... Mr. Clarendon in my future. To add to that list of stupid things women worry about. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's a very long list. But I haven't been able to smell for two weeks. Smell. Smell. Smell? You from Oklahoma? (laughs) I haven't been able to smell for two weeks. (laughs) So here's one of these weird, these fears. Yep. Is that my house stinks. Oh, because you don't know. You can't smell it. And I don't know. (laughs) How would your house stink? Like, I don't know, like... Did you take a shower? Not me, personally. I shower. But, you know, like, you people spell. come over, like, I fear, you know, sometimes your sink needs right, cleaned and right. it'll sink. Or sometimes the trash or... I don't know. I have this fear that, like, my house stinks and I don't know it. And people are coming over and just trying to be polite. We need to get what that Febreze and just, like... Inundate. But, like, he got, like, I got in the car with Corey this morning... And my smeller's back. Oh, and I okay. was like, dang, how much cologne did you put on? <laughs> you know, he's like, same amount I always wear. But I hadn't smelled it so for it's, two it's weeks. All like, wow, so free, it yeah. was like, dang. Oh, my gosh. Well, at least your smeller's back. <laughs> you got for now. For, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll keep taking those antihistamines because I certainly am. So. Okay, it's time to get to the weather school. And this week, I have brought back the hail... I say that so weirdly. Hail. 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 H-A-I-L. Um, the sizes, how it's formed, and uh, everything you need to know, especially since we've had some hailers lately. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. A severe thunderstorm warning has just been issued from a storm that contains baseball-sized hail. Any thunderstorm which produces hail that reaches the ground is known as a hailstorm. Hail has a diameter of about two-tenths of an inch or more. Hailstones can grow to up to six inches and weigh more than a pound. 
Unlike ice pellets, hailstones are layered and can be irregular and clumped together. Hail is composed of transparent ice or alternating layers of transparent and translucent ice at least one millimeter thick, which are deposited upon the hailstone as it travels through the cloud, suspended aloft by air with strong updraft motion, until its weight overcomes the updraft and falls to the ground. Although the diameter of hail is varied, in the United States, the average observation of damaging hail is between 1 and 1 and 3 quarters inches. Stones larger than 3 quarter inch are usually considered enough to cause damage. The National Weather Service issues a severe thunderstorm warning for a storm generating hail 1 inch or greater in diameter. This threshold became effective in January of 2010, which is an increase over the previous threshold of 3 quarter inch hail. Other countries have different thresholds according to local sensitivity to hail. For example, grape growing areas could be adversely impacted by smaller hailstones. Hailstones can be very large or very small depending on how strong the updraft is. Weaker storms produce smaller hailstones than stronger storms such as supercells. Like other precipitation in cumulonimbus clouds, Hail begins as water droplets. As the droplets rise and the temperature goes down below freezing, they become supercooled water and they will freeze on contact with condensation nuclei. A cross-section of a large hailstone shows an onion-like structure. This means the hailstone is made of thick and translucent layers alternating with layers that are thin, white, and opaque. Former theory suggested that hailstones were subjected to multiple descents and ascents, falling into a zone of humidity and refreezing as they were uplifted. This up and down motion was thought to be responsible for the successive layers of the hailstone. But new research, based on theory as well as field study, has shown this to be not necessarily true. The storm's updraft blows the forming hailstone up in the cloud. As the hailstone ascends, it passes into areas of the cloud where the concentration of humidity and supercooled water droplets varies. The hailstone's growth rate changes depending on the variation in humidity and supercooled water droplets that it encounters. The accretion rate of these water droplets is another factor in the hailstone's growth. When the hailstone moves into an area with a high concentration of water droplets, it captures the latter and acquires a translucent layer. Should the hailstone move into an area where mostly water vapor is available, it acquires a layer of opaque white ice. The hailstone will keep rising in the thunderstorm until its mass can no longer be supported by the updraft. This could take at least 30 minutes based on the force of the updrafts in the hail-producing thunderstorm, whose tops are usually greater than 10 kilometers high. Then it falls towards the ground while continuing to grow, based on the same processes, until it leaves the cloud. It will start to melt as it passes through air above freezing temperature. Hail can cause serious damage notably to automobiles, 
aircraft, skylights, glass-roofed structures, livestock, and most commonly, crops. Hail damage to roofs often goes unnoticed until further structural damage is seen, such as leaks or cracks. It is hardest to recognize hail damage on shingled roofs and flat roofs, but all roofs have their own hail damage detection problems. Metal roofs are fairly resistant to hail damage, but they may accumulate cosmetic damage in the form of dents and damage coatings. Hail is one of the most significant thunderstorm hazards to aircraft. When hailstones exceed one-half inch in diameter, planes can be seriously damaged within seconds. The hailstones accumulating on the ground can also be hazardous to landing aircraft. Hail is also a common nuisance to drivers of automobiles, severely denting the vehicle and cracking or even shattering windshields and windows. Wheat, corn, soybeans, and tobacco are the most sensitive crops to hail damage. Hail is one of Canada's most expensive hazards. Rarely, massive hailstones have been known to cause concussions or fatal head trauma. Hailstones have been the cause of costly and deadly events throughout history. On somewhat rare occasions, a thunderstorm can become stationary or nearly stationary and produce hail at significant depths. This tends to happen in mountainous regions, such as the July 29, 2010 case of a foot of hail accumulation in Boulder County, Colorado. On June 5, 2015, hail up to four feet deep fell on one city block in Denver, Colorado. These hailstones, described as between the size of bumblebees and ping-pong balls, were accompanied by rain and high winds. The hail fell in only one area, leaving the surrounding area untouched. It fell for one and a half hours between 10 p.m. and 11.30 p.m. A meteorologist for the National Weather Service in Boulder said, It's a very interesting phenomenon. We saw the storm stay, and it produced copious amounts of hail in one small area. It's a meteorological thing. Tractors were used to clear the area, and they filled more than 30 dump truck loads of hail. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com, and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there you should know everything about hail that you've ever wanted to know, and some. How about that? But how does La Nina affect hail? Oh, my gosh. Well, it's <laughs> a little bit there. different. I think, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I, think, uh, I, th- I think you're a little bit different on concept there. But yeah, Unless you would like to expound, I'm sure it affects <laughs> everything. It really does. You know, and I was talking to somebody today, and they were like, "You know, for for the past three or four years, we've been getting these rainstorms. It's just a lot of rain." And I'm like, "I'm like, the global temperatures are getting warmer, and because mm-hmm. you're getting, I mean, we've talked about this a lot on this this podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Storms are getting stronger, moisture in the air, and blah 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 blah. blah, 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 blah. 
Okay, it's time to get to the next segment, which is in other news. And Corey's been working his bootay off, so I just got some stuff <clears throat> on here. Uh, one thing I noticed that we haven't had, it's kind of rare uh, that we have, a, it's a thing called a PDS watch. PDS stands for Particularly Dangerous Situation. You normally see these in a PDS tornado watch when they when you're in a high risk and you're expecting several large destructive long track tornadoes but you can also get a PDS watch and a severe thunderstorm watch and that's exactly what happened in uh, Iowa Minnesota and Nebraska uh, was it a day or two ago I forget do I uh, yeah yeah, it was. It was just. Was it yesterday? Yeah, I don't know. I think so. <clears throat> we got severe weather happening so fast. I'm not sure. I think um, it was two days ago because it happened before our storms happened, and I was like, "Man, it's already shifting to the uh, north. Is this? Is it over for yeah, us?" And then yeah. these two days happened. So yeah. yeah it, it, well, okay, because normally they will issue a severe thunderstorm watch <clears throat> for hail to you know. Well, the the, the minimum is hail to one inch in diameter and wind gust. 60 mile an hour or greater. Um, lately, in the past couple of years or several years, it's 70 mile an hour winds with, with uh, hail up to one and a half or two inches. Well, this particular severe thunderstorm watch was a PDS, and the text said widespread damaging winds and scattered significant wind gusts to 105 miles per hour. Okay. For reference, 111 miles per hour is a Category 3 hurricane. As soon as I read that, I knew we were looking at a deratio situation up it, there. It had to be. Yeah, it had was. to be. These, these things, I mean, and we, it, it was incredible, incredible to see that. PDS, particularly dangerous situation. And I don't, uh, we might have a PDS once a year, maybe. Don't you think, Corey? They don't, it's very rare. Well, you see a PDS tornado watch much more than a PDS, you know, thunderstorm watch. But yeah, I have to say, in the past three years, they they seem to be occurring more with these durations. Yeah, yeah, these powerful, powerful windstorms and a duration. Sharon, do you know what a duration is? I do. <gasps> Sharon, what's a duration? I mean, I don't know in technical terms. Well, tell me. But it's a. Dad gum huge wind gusts that comes through. It's a storm. It's a big I mean, long... it's a storm, but like the derecho. Yeah, itself. which is a multi... massive amount. It's of a wind. multi. What storm? Multi. I don't know. We're talking distance, not like vortices. We're talking parts of the country. Multi. State. Yes. There you go. Yeah. If you get a classic derecho, yeah, I'll give you another one. You did good. <laughs> She's like, I don't know. I know what it is, but I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, it, it, it they're not short duration. We'll put it that way. <laughs> they're not a storm, a severe thunderstorm. There's sometimes storms that last. What What was the longest one? Was it like from South Carolina to like Virginia? It was this incredible length. I mean, Corey's looking it up now. <laughs> uh, the, like the longest derecho, it was. Yeah, a storm that just will be rooted, and it will go and go and go and multi-state. It's just insane. So when when I saw that, some actually I didn't see it off bat. I saw it on Facebook, and somebody had posted that uh, one of the groups. I was like, oh my gosh! So I had to take a snapshot of that. 
Uh, I know a massive derecho came through Branson a few years ago. Mm. Yeah. That's what I know. Yeah. Are you talking about 2008? No, I'm talking about 2018. Yeah. Oh, with the The boat. That was a derecho that took out the duck. Well... Uh, was that a duration though, or was that a really severe thunderstorm? Dur- oh, they classified it as a duration. That's they okay. did. I okay. Was, it was a derecho. <coughs> okay. Yeah, I would. Yeah, it was much later they classified it as one, but they did. Yeah, that at, at the time that with severe thunderstorm warnings were going, so we won't get into that. But uh, okay, <clears throat> the other thing. Oh, I got to call this call this up on my computer. Uh, you got anything to add on that, Corey? No, but. You can look up the duration on the National Weather Service website. It's a big, long article called oh, cool. the July 19, 2018 Tabor Lock Lake, Missouri Duration. Oh, okay. There's all kinds of news. Just, just gurgle that? Come, uh, come maybe July, we'll revisit that because it's uh, you know three months away. That's true. I've got to call Mike again. I've got to get Mike back on the podcast. I haven't, I haven't heard from him in a while. I haven't either. <clears throat> He's still in Cleveland. I mean, I'm friends with Cleveland him on Facebook. Rocks. <laughs> Cle- Cleveland rocks. Yeah. Cleveland rocks. Okay, so the next thing I've got is uh, from Fairbanks, Alaska. You guys will love this. Now, this was... Uh, now, when was this? Last... Oh, when was... Oh, I don't have the... Oh, on 5-10, last Tuesday, uh, National Weather Service Fairbanks said... Okay, this is their, their text. Quote, Good afternoon, Alaska. This morning meaning uh, Tuesday, the 10th of, of May. The sun rose at Utkjagvik, my favorite place, at 2.58 a.m. Alaska Daylight Time and will not set again until August 2nd. So from May 10th to August 2nd, they will have 83 days of daylight. I hate for the local weather enthusiast who has a drone that likes to shoot Sunsets every night to live in Alaska. <laughs> you only got like you know eighty three days to do yeah. it, and I have to have I have to have complete darkness to sleep. So I'd have to have some pretty good blackout curtains, and right? You such would. In my yeah. house. I mean, it was hard enough for me working nights trying to sleep during the day. Well, the nurse's schedule is like crazy. Anyway, what is that? That was crazy. Well, no, I felt something on my forehead. I was like, what is that? <laughs> it's a piece of dirt. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, they they took a picture, uh, National Weather Service, Fairbanks, Alaska. So I thought that my – and also I just wanted to say my favorite place, Utkiagvik, which is Barrow, the northern little tip of Alaska. Well, Fairbanks, I'm just looking at Fairbanks weather because I like to compare. This weekend's looking nice, mostly oh, sunny High of 64 degrees in Fairbanks, Alaska. Sunny. Nice. Yeah. Their low is only down to 42, so it's they're a couple months behind us in, in, in seasons. Yeah. But uh, well, it yeah. gets hot there. It does. It does. Yeah. I mean, Stuart, our friend Stuart Langer, I mean, he's he sent us some stuff before. It gets like 90 degrees up there, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, of course, he's just east of Fairbanks, but still in the Fairbanks system. Which is awesome. Uh, next tidbit that I have. Um, I thought this was interesting. This is from the, it says the weather forecast office, Norman, Oklahoma. Is there an NWS office? Or is that Storm Prediction Center? It just says weather weather forecast office, Norman. That's their, that's Oklahoma City. That's Oklahoma National City? Weather Service. Okay. <clears throat> and this happened, okay, now this happened on May 5th. They're in the same building, basically. 
Oh, as yeah, a yeah. Strong prediction center. Okay. Uh, May 5th. Uh, 2022, the Earlsboro, Oklahoma tornadoes. I'm putting that in quotes. Uh, it says there's two tornadoes in Earl, Earlsboro last night, which would be the May 4th. Uh, one made a near complete loop. And if you look at this graphic, it starts and it goes counterclockwise in this complete circle. And then it it goes east, which is crazy. And the text says, Tornado number one began just south of uh, State Highway 9 and moved northeast before making nearly a complete loop. This tornado produced EF2 damage in Earlsboro. Okay, so then they're saying tornado number two began early in the same spot, nearly the same spot as the first tornado. <laughs> and this one moved southeast along Highway 9, then turned east, and the tornado dissipated north of Seminole uh, near Highway 3. So the question they're saying is, could these tracks be one tornado? Maybe. I was watching this live on TV. Okay. And it was hard to tell if the tornado lifted and then recycled seconds later right to the south. Mm Mm-hmm. Or if it was a second tornado, you, it was hard to tell. It was hard to tell because it was one big cloud. Yeah, that's what they're saying. It's like the, the damage pattern suggests a stop and start. Okay, now this is it weird. It was a very cool. Or did it just okay. lift and come back down? Okay, I'm, this is a, an exact verbatim what this says. The damage pattern suggests a stop and start with the damage pattern. That's what the graphic says. I'm like, okay. Well, it, it's a National Weather Service graphic. Yeah, that's a good, good point. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was interesting. Earl's E-A-R-L-S, Borough, Oklahoma, tornado. So you can go and look at that if you dare to, please. That was the night Seminole got hit. That was the night. Earlsboro is not too far from Seminole. They thought Seminole was going to get hit again in the same night. But Seminole was hit by a tornado just three nights before. So that was a crazy week for that county. You know what? I have to admit now that I'm thinking back, I think you had sent me that I was watching it too, but I wasn't aware oh. of this track. Gotcha. Uh, because it was we were watching, what, Channel 6 or 9 or nine. something? 9. Yeah, Channel 9. Yeah, I'm glad you – I love it because Corey's like, hey, I'm watching this, and you'll send me the link. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, they had some trackers. That The, the helicopter – Oh, that was cool. Yeah, and the guy said, "I'm going to have to go." <laughs> I remember that. He's like, "I'm going to have to like stop doing this." But um, okay, the last thing I have is this is May fifteenth. There's a lunar eclipse tonight. It's supposed to start in ten minutes. It's ten twenty. We're going to see it. I don't either. Now I okay. Now I have a beef with the satellite because I called up the visible satellite on Nesdis and. It said all of southern Missouri was in the clear. You could see the little lights. And northern Arkansas had those thunderstorms going on. And we all three went outside just a bit ago, and there's clouds on there. I'm like, what is this? We can't see it. So um, if you're able, I mean, now, by the time people get this podcast, they're not going to be, you know, it's going to be way gone. But technically, there is a, okay, what do they call it? A super flower blood moon. I hadn't heard flower. I hadn't yeah. heard blood moon. Doesn't that happen every year? I don't know. It seems, I don't know. It seems familiar. Well, it's the first one this year. Let me see. I'm going to, uh, let me see, because I sent you guys something. Uh, 
What did I say to you? Oh, uh, okay. Super flower blood mood. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. But a super moon is technically a moon that's closest to the earth. But we've been having moons that are closest to the earth for quite a while now. So what makes this one a super moon? I don't get it. Is it the closest one out of the year? Because it's red. No. Okay. What makes it a super moon? Um, I don't know. <laughs> but it's not. You the- know what makes it a super moon? Social media. Ah, there you yeah, go. Have you ever heard of social media? Have you ever a heard super moon of a, before Facebook? Have you ever heard of a super moon, <laughs> no. a blood moon, a pink moon, all these things before? Actually, actually, I have. I mean, but they're like there. growing up as a kid, did you hear these things? What's it called when it's closer to the Earth? Is it epogee or some pe- epoxy? Yeah, s- something. It's yeah, epoxy. It's glue. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but even though, yeah, it's, it's, it's epogee. It, 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 yeah, epogee. It's 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 like they say it's. A certain percentage larger, not much, but you can't tell. I you can't tell. I mean, maybe if it's rising, it's like huge, but it just, you know, it's not that big. And even when big. it's rising, it's, it's basically a, an optical illusion that it's bigger. Yeah, it's not that big. It's not any bigger than it is when it's right ahead. <laughs> I know. Only thing that makes it bigger to your brain is that you have things to compare it to on the horizon. Right. If you put your thumbnail up next to it <laughs> on the horizon... And then when it's right above your head, you put your thumbnail next to it, it's the same size. There you go. It's true. Yeah, social media has this yeah. way they mess with people's right. brains. Right. Wait, wait, got what? No, that's not it. Wait. That's what I want to do. Okay. So I hope uh, by the time everybody listens to this, I hope you got some uh, a view of the super blood cow boon or whatever it's called i don't know it's, it's, it's all now we're things. just making stuff up anyway uh that's all i got Corey, you got anything for uh another I'm, I'm looking at pictures of the uh eclipse right oh. now well congratulations yeah it's no one else can see it it's definitely <laughs> eclipsed it's, it's definitely an eclipse Total it's not red eclipse this is one minute ago oh because it started nasa is it when did this happen when does it start well, totality is supposed to start at 10... Wait, I, I, yeah, I texted my mother. This is like uh, a quarter to half. Uh, what I said... Was it my mom? I texted somebody. It said that totality is supposed to start... I don't even remember who 11, I texted 11 now. something, right? No, 1030-something. The, 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 the peak, the max, right in the middle is 1111, which is really wild. And then it ends at 1153. Why didn't... Well, this is just an amateur shot, and you can definitely see an eclipse starting. Where, uh, I, I oh, I posted on on our Facebook page. The skies are clear where this picture where my friend lives. So not here. Pardon me. Let me see. Okay, I'm going to go to my Facebook page. Uh, mine, our Facebook page. Uh, okay, so totality begins at 10:29 p.m. It peaks at 11:11. 11, 11. PM and then totality ends at eleven fifty three. So there's gonna be about ninety minutes where it's going to be kind of, you know, there. And it's cloudy here. Yeah, and I'm gonna go back to here, you keep talking. I'm gonna go back to the uh, visible satellite because the visible satellite I posted said it was clear here. I got a girl, she's on a ghost tour right now for some reason. I don't know. And uh, she's like in a cemetery. Looks like a church. And there's trees all over it. But in between the trees, she has a shot of the eclipse. Okay. 
All right. And this is taken in Savannah, Georgia, actually. Oh, there you go. See? That's the eclipse. I'm, t- I'm showing my wife. Okay. You can't see that here. It's too cloudy. Right. It's too, I know, and I'm really upset because the uh, satellite that goes in a way a satellite. Oh, Travis says, has a great shot of it five minutes ago. Travis Meyer from Tulsa, from Bartlesville, which is right north of Tulsa. Because it, okay, I'm not liking this satellite because Tulsa, according to the the goes east. Tulsa is completely socked in. And well, this is north. This is in Washington County, which is oh, Bartlesville is north next to the border. It's the north, the county north of Tulsa. Okay, this is probably That's the shot from their tower. Oh wow! So yeah. I'm sure our podcast listeners are really getting. It's like a big <laughs> circle, which is the moon, but you can only see part of the moon, like a sliver, because Ooh. there's an eclipse. Eclipse. Imagine that in your mind. Okay, yeah, just imagine. It. Only, so if you're the, listening to this, just imagine the that circle is now only a partial circle. It looks like a crescent, but it's not really a crescent moon. Yeah. It's because of the Earth's shadow is blocking the sun. Wow, you're smart. Wow. How does an La Nina affect the eclipse? <laughs> You know, I'm sure it does, I'm but sure it those does. are kind of two different uh, things we're talking about. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do you have anything else? <laughs> Is this a triple dip super blood moon? <laughs> I think so. The it cow, might be. Cow, prawn, We've had blubber. So, I uh, think we're on like a, a quadruple dip super moon by now. It seems like we get them all the time. I think we're really getting close to going off the rails on this podcast. Uh, (laughs) Okay, well, if you don't have anything else, we need to get to the next segment. You good? I never had anything to begin with. That's right, because I had everything. (laughs) Okay, well, let's go ahead and get to the next Color commentary. Yeah, really. (laughs) Get ready to get educated in Shara's fun. Facts are this week in weather history, whichever one she has prepared for today. And Fun facts, Shara has allergies. I can get through it without coughing today. Yeah. Hilarious. Shara's fun coughing. <clears throat> All right. So, Shara, what do you have for us today? Do you have fun facts or weather history or blue moon or blubber prawn car? It's probably a little bit of blubber. Oh. <laughs> blue moon. Blue I moon. Have both. Again. Oh, you have. Oh, we get a special. Okay, because I had some stuff for last week. Oh, that's right. But then we had to cancel. Well, we just, yeah. So Who's let's pretend. Name? Let's go back in time. I don't have one of let's those. Let's travel back in time to Mother's Day. To which the year was 2000? One week ago. The year 2000. <laughs> We're just going to go back in time a week. Humor me. Okay. No, no. trust me. We're here. I had some really cool Mother's Day facts. Oh, okay. Well, and last week was Mother's Day. Them, so so let, let's hear some Mother's Day. I have a couple. Yeah. Okay. Um, more calls are made on Mother's Day than any other day of the year. Really? That's like from federal prisons. I read that. <laughs> I seriously read that the other day. They allow Way they, to be a Debbie these Downer. companies take in cell phones to the federal prisons, and the prisoners can call their moms from prison for free, and they can talk as long as they want. We're going off the rails. I read that the other day. <laughs> Moving on. All right. Well, reportedly, there are approximately 122 million calls made. On the second Sunday of May every year, which is Mother's which is Day. Mother's Day, right, right, right. I called my mom. I wanted to go see her, but I had to work. We thought we were going to get to go see our moms this week. Yeah, but oh, I had yeah. to work again, again. Crazy. Oh. 
Excuse me. <laughs> Do that in the microphone. What? <laughs> if you have to burp or cough, you turn your head. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be loud. <laughs> okay, we're Mother's going off the rails. Day is Wait. the third highest selling holiday for flowers and plants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After Christmas and Hanukkah, more people buy flowers and plants for their moms on Mother's Day than any other holiday. I oh, mean, wow. Can you blame them? No. It's a wonderful gift. Um, but approximately one quarter of all the flowers purchased throughout the year are bought for Mother's Day. Oh, I thought you were going to say a quarter just die. <laughs> they all die. Yeah, they all die. Okay. I, I, my flowers, I got some flowers on Mother's Day. Still <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Normally, Mother's Day is the busiest day of the year for restaurants. Which is why we didn't go. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> duh. Yeah. That's why I don't go out and eat Right. Yeah, day. no, no, no. Uh, according to the National Restaurant Association in 2018, which was several years ago, mm-hmm. 87 million adults made plans to go to a restaurant for Mother's Day. It can't be as much as Valentine's, though. Well, I, I don't know, because a lot of people do Valentine's Day by like cooking for their loved one. I was going to say, in candy. But that's... I cook for my loved one all the time. I got like, to take her out. And people don't always celebrate Valentine's Day on Valentine's Day. Yeah. It's kind of a whole weekend And you work thing. all the time. so Yeah, but see, I thought... But not in February. But nobody yeah, that's wants true. To, nobody wants Mother to cook yeah, cause on I, Mother's cause Day. Because I, I thought it was like chocolate. Because we talked about chocolate like one time. Was, like, for Valentine's for Day. For Valentine's Day. Right, right. Nobody wants Mama to have to cook on Mother's no, Day. So no, they no, no, all no. take her out to eat. Exactly. <clears throat> uh, the moniker... I kind of disagree with this one, but I'm going to read it. Okay. The moniker Mom comes from babies. The first thing a baby it takes can, a baby to make a mom. Oh my gosh! <sighs> the first thing a baby can vocalize is the ma sound, which is why in almost every language the word for mother begins with the letter M. I disagree. Okay, why do you disagree? Because most people, if you talk to them, what is the first thing their children said? Dad. 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 dad, dad, dad. dad. Oh, dad. Dad. Yeah. My children did not say mama, mama, Clearly mama, their favorite person. Before they said dad, dad, dad. Because mama is harder dad, dad to say. Is easier to say. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, apparently the whole mom thing came from baby saying mama, mama, but mine didn't. <laughs> Traitors. Yeah, there Carried you them for nine months, <laughs> stayed up all night with them, and then worked 16-hour days. Just like when they need a drink of water in the middle of the night, even today, dad, dad, dad. Hey, you've fallen on the ice. You have... Got black eyes. I broke my ankle. You broke your ankle. I've done it all. I burned my legs. That's true. <laughs> I've done it all while pregnant. You're a klutz, honey. Yeah, pretty much. We have this conversation frequently in our house with our children when they tick me off. I'm like, yeah. do you know what I went through for you? I carried you for nine months. Time for you to be on your own. <laughs> and when they turn six, they're like, get out. No. Go do your own stuff. Leave me alone. Okay, Worked no. hard for you. <laughs> Okay. <coughs> Carnations have a special meaning on Mother's Day. I Ooh. think I tried to bring this up on Valentine's, but I was mistaken. I, I guess it was for Mother's Day. Okay. Um, Anna Reeves Jarvis, which is the person that made Mother's Day a holiday. Well, she's the one that created it, and then there was a president that made it an actual national holiday. Oh. Uh, but anyway, use the carnation on Mother's Day to symbolize whether your mother was living. And we used to do this at our church in Joplin. They had flowers. They had carnations set out 
in the lobby when you came in on Mother's Day and you picked up the color a flower that right you know corresponded corresponded with. to your mother okay right. a red carnation meant that uh she was still living a white meant that she had passed oh so you wore a red or a white flower that day to indicate if your mother was still alive or not interesting no idea are you tearing up my pin Corey's tearing up my pen. He's taking it apart. Okay. I don't know if he's tearing it up, yeah. but he's taking <laughs> it apart. All right, we're going to switch gears. Okay. We're going to go to the state. You know what? You know what Mother's Day would be called? Oh, good grief. If, what was the girl's name? Aunt, what? Anna Jeeves, Rev, something, I don't know. She's probably not with us anymore, I would say. She's not. Her daughter continued it. Her you daughter's the what, one that actually got it made a national You know holiday. what would happen if... She was around in the social media age, what Mother's Day would be called. What? What do you think? I, I don't know. What's everything on Facebook called? A story. No. I don't know. Any holiday or made-up holiday. National something. It would be, be National, national Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Something like that. National, you know what I'm saying? National, Everything's national this and national that. National Kids Day, National right. Sisters Day, National... Daughter's Day, National Sibling exactly. Day. And they make up these these. They make up days. holidays so that people will buy stuff and celebrate them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. May 11th, 1992. Okay. 22 tornadoes. 22 tornadoes impacted Oklahoma alone. The strongest of which was an F4. This event was incredibly influential for the development of the National Severe Storms, Laboratories, Mesocyclone, ah. and Tornado Detection Algorithms. It also is the earliest outbreak with a violent tornado that has data available in NOAA's public radar database. So this was a pretty significant storm in 1992. That's when the, that's when the computers really started taking off. Yeah. Guess so. I don't think the uh, NSSL, well, they were in Kansas City at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. <coughs> I remember that Kansas a lot. Kansas City's a weird place for it. Well, it's in the most central part of the country. That's why it's there. And they're, yeah. not, it was and they're not in the middle of the storm, so, you know. Well. True, but they got with it, and they, they're still in NSSL. It's, they're still one. It's not. Yeah. But the main NSSL moved to Norman and became the SPC. Right. But they're still well, on because I knew they. I see. I knew they were like sisters before because we, we had that and they had both and now they kind of yeah, yeah. Weird. Yeah. On this date, May eleventh, okay, nineteen seventy, Lubbock, Texas. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Okay, there's a lot of facts here. I'm not going to read them all. Okay. But there's, there's a big a, university there. I can't remember which one. But this massive tornado that. Uh, injured 1,500 people and killed 26 people. Uh, resulted in Lubbock receiving one of the very first Doppler weather radars. Lubbock, Lubbock, Texas. 1970. Why does that? Why is that kind of familiar? It's sparking like a okay, familiar. Okay, listen. Okay, you're right. gonna you're Ex- gonna figure I it need, out. I need ah, I need ah, some ah, research on this. You're gonna figure okay. it out real fast. You're All gonna right. know why it sounds familiar. The extensive study of the tornado. And damage contributed to the development of the Fujita tornado damage scale. Dr. Theodore Ted Fujita. Oh, 
that That's one why. tornado. That's okay. Okay, but that one F five tornado. Tell me about this Doppler. Was it a National Weather Service Doppler radar? And did Doppler technology really even exist? What year was this? Seventy. Seventy. Which it, it says it's, we're on the, the tornado cusp resulted there. in Lubbock receiving one of the very first, which was new at its time. Yeah, one Doppler of the very first. weather radars. Because the eighties is when it got really. I mean, so they got one of the first Doppler radars, which was very new because technology. Because the next rad didn't go up until 88. <coughs> right. WSR 88D. Yeah. That's 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 but, pretty but amazing. You, but, you know, there's a pro there's pro I, I, I now I'm just making this up. It's like it, it, there's prototypes. You get a prototype sure. several years before. So maybe maybe if if Vegeta was part of it maybe that was kind of like their prototype they took where was Vegeta how did Vegeta fit into this was it, he I, I'm sorry it doesn't say I didn't he got on a big boat. it just says that this extensive study of that one tornado damage is what contributed to the development of Ted Vegeta creating the Vegeta tornado damage scale gotcha okay oh, okay okay so they really started looking I mean F5 it's as high as it goes right now. That's one of his uh-huh. tornadoes he used for the development of the Vegeta scale. Of the scale. Vegeta scale. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Now that, um, that makes the sense. The tornado prompted the establishment of the Wind Science and Engineering Research Center at Texas Tech University. In Lubbock. In Lubbock, Texas. Lubbock. The National okay, Weather okay. Service, Lubbock, has much more on this tornado and events that day. And there's a link you can go to. Weather... Dot gov. Oh, that's <coughs> well. That's the pretty that's general everything. general link you got there going there. But uh, okay, <laughs> weather.gov. Well, I mean, it's uh, weather.gov slash lub slash events dot nineteen seventy dash one nine seven zero zero five one one. Gotcha. So <laughs> okay, if you want to well, go now. to that link, <laughs> it'll tell you more about that event. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There you got go. It? I will say. <laughs> I will say this. <laughs> Different offices of the National Weather Service all over the country, they have neat pages like that that are kind of mm. hidden on their site where you can look at historic events that happen in their area. Yeah. Springfield has a section. Lubbock, I guess, has a section. I mean, yeah, but you, you can, really have to look for it. That's the problem. And that's how I just found that derecho that hit Branson there in 2018. <laughs> you know, they, they hide that stuff on there, and you have to really kind of dig for You have to dig for a lot of stuff on the National Weather Service website. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I have a blue link right here. You can click on it if you okay, want to. Okay, I got you. On your paper? Oh, okay. On my screen. Oh, okay. All right. Now, May 14th, night, uh, sorry, 1898. A severe thunderstorm produced hailstones up to three inches in diameter in Kansas City, Missouri. I've heard about this. South-facing okay. windows were broken in nearly every house in central and eastern parts of the city, and several people were injured. I didn't give a percentage. So almost every south-facing window was broke. There wasn't that many back then. Yeah, in, 19, in 1898. It was a cow town, a lot of barns. Oh. At <laughs> 7, 7.25 p.m., hail began... The stones being of enormous... This is an article from the 1898 paper. The stones being an enormous size, rendering insignificant all previous records of hail at this station. The hail ended at 737. 
Yeah, but hail. The official in charge measured between 15 and 20 of the largest hailstones and found them to range from eight to nine and a half inches in circumference. But that was in 1898? 1898. Record keeping couldn't have started much sooner than that. I thought 1884. Yeah. 18, when, when the first records were started, 1884. Right. So they didn't have I too didn't much to go off The of. majority yeah. were egg-shaped. Just barely, yeah. yeah. With uh, one side being rather flat. Oh, I Very hate few that. had irregular surface. The larger ones, when cut, showed the seven to eight concentric layers. The coolest hail's all funky looking layers. with spikes, you know? The hail you had right. the other day. Oh, that <laughs> was very jagged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was cool. Very, the ones we were getting worm. I looked at it, I just stared at it. Yeah. But then instead of putting it in the freezer, I put it on the little thing outside. Because I was, I was getting ready to do a live cast. Sorry, yes, go on. That's all I have. Oh, that's all you have? I have a tidbit of information. I did not know that... I'm sure Corey did not know, and I did not know. <sighs> I checked the Wikipedia for NextRad and deployment. I just want to read a little bit of this. <coughs> is, Corey, is Sharon and I are <coughs> coughing? I'm hacking through this segment. <coughs> um, deployment. In the 1970s, the U.S. Departments of Commerce, Defense, and Transportation agreed that to better serve the operational needs, the existing national radar network needed to be replaced. The radar network consisted of WSR-57, developed in 1957, and the WSR-74, developed in 1974. Neither system deployed Doppler technology, which provides wind speed and direction uh, information. I didn't know it went back to 1957. I read that. It was... uh... That's wild. WSR-57... I've seen images from that, and you I, can I, see a hook, but you can't see anything else. Yeah, but it's it's like one dimensional. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you have no no none of this two dimensional. I mean, it's like it's a. But line. let's talk about velocities. <laughs> you yes. know, back in the day, back in the nineties, mm-hmm. when I used to watch Travis Meyer, you know, when I really got into weather, ninety one, ninety two. They didn't do velocities on, on the local <laughs> stations. All they could show are hook echoes. They never did velocities until later. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, you, you know, I remember that. I'm much older than you. I remember mm. I remember the little thing going around like, oh, it's like, that. oh, there's a, yeah. That's <laughs> that's not what I call, that's not Doppler radar. No, that's though. not, no, that's just radar. That's the Monet radar. Remember the Monet yeah, Oh, radar. yeah, that's what they did, Monet yeah, radar. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm. I, I'm so much older. There should be a, an article or a history of the Monet radar done. There is. I don't know. There should be. I thought there was. I don't know. I would like to see it. I, I remember uh, Fred Miller. Do you know Fred Miller? You don't know Fred Miller. The weather guy at, was he at, where was he? KY3? Yeah, KY3. Ah, yes. Fred Miller. Mm. Hi, Sharon. That's way before Sorry. my time. I'm still here. Well, I, that's what I mean. I was, I was a little, you weren't even but thought I, of. But I've read about it. I've read <laughs> about year? it. What year? It was back when I was five or six. Oh, so, no, I you guys weren't even born yet. Well, I remember eye. the Monet radar from when I was little. But I remember Ken Ford. You don't know who Ken Ford is. I do. Well, yeah. I don't know. Ken Ford Ken was, Ford was our the weather, weather guy man for when Joplin. I was growing up. When I was growing yeah. up, when I was a little little kid and then he ended up working with and then i ended up working with him oh how cool i ended up working all the cool weather guys that's why you're so good at what you're doing (laughs) uh okay that's all you got shara that's all i got well you know what it's time for it's the weather word of the week 
It's time for the Stormdark Weather Weather Word of the Week. And she's looking at it and her eyes are going, what? It's got kind of a long explanation, but you'll see why. Holy in a minute. cow, people are going to fall asleep while I read this. No, that, no, just read it with verve. Okay, so Shara, what is this week's Stormdark Weather Weather Word of the Week? Transverse rolls. The kind that you don't get at Lambert's. Okay, so what are transverse rolls? Elongated, low-level clouds arranged in parallel bands and aligned parallel to the low-level winds, but perpendicular to the mid-level flow. Transverse rolls are one type of transverse band and often oh, sorry. indicate... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. That... <laughs> that was me. <laughs> yes, that was sorry. Me. No, that was me. Sorry. Okay. Transverse rolls are one... <laughs> sorry. I can't. <laughs> oh, sorry. Transverse rolls are one type of transverse band and often indicate an environment favorable for the subsequent development of supercells. Since they are aligned parallel to the low-level inflow, they may point toward the region most likely for later storm development. Yeah, I, I want. That's to have... one of those paragraphs that I read in one of my medical books during nursing school, <laughs> and you get to the end of the paragraph, and you're like, "I have no idea what I just read." <laughs> what the heck does that mean? Well, what I'm guessing is they're 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 like like parallel like I I think some of them are called cloud streets. Are you gonna live over there? No, Do we I... have a good ear, nose, and throat doctor on the Stormbelt Insurance Plan? I was yeah, both I know. Of you guys. <laughs> I'm sitting here. What's going on? I don't know. Uh, Sherry's gonna. She's coughing on all. We're both gonna be sick here. Well, you're coughing a little bit. She's coughing a lot. Well, well I'm just. Now I'm done coughing. She. She's gonna like go into conniption. It's what we call conniption. What is going on with you? I'm choking. <laughs> no well, worries. Okay, I got. Here's some water. You know. Okay. If you need to go upstairs and like. <laughs> This is great pod podcast material. Anyway, uh, what I'm thinking is this would be okay. Now I didn't breathe there for a second. I, I, Nobody I, cared. Y'all just sat there and looked at me. Well, we pointed and laughed because that's what friends do. So what I'm thinking is <laughs> that these clouds are like little streets. Sometimes you call them streets. I may I may be I've wrong. I've never called so, a cloud a street. Oh, you haven't heard of cloud streets? Nope. Oh no, that that's a thing. But uh, but you I'm not sure so. if this is it. That that's what I'm saying. I'm not sure, that, but apparently they're parallel to the flow. So if you have a storm system here and you have flow going into them, they're like these little columns and little roads and streets that of these tubular type clouds that go into. That's kind of what it's saying. I'm guessing. I mean, if anybody, I think roads and streets are geographical. You're, we're talking weather. No, we're talking like upstairs going one direction. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, one direction is a band. Yeah, we need to have. Okay, we. I, I need to make a note of this when we have Mike back on. I haven't met Mike. I need to meet Mike. He's awesome. I mean, I assume Mike is awesome. It'll probably be a phoner. I assume, but I didn't get to meet. How him does that a transverse roll compare to a horizontal? Convection roll. Have you ever seen one? Of those? Yeah. Well, the convection, you have to put them in a convection oven. Well, some people confuse them with gravity waves. You have to let them right. rise. Right. That's first. what I'm thinking. Like a gravity wave goes out, basically out from something, right? You can see horizontal convective rows a lot of times on Doppler radar, on Springfield yeah. radar. And you satellite, can, yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm Googling it right here. 
they're also known as horizontal roll vortices or cloud streets. Thank you. Yeah. That's They're what long done. rolls of counter-rotating air that are oriented approximately parallel to the ground in the planetary boundary layer. Right. But you have to have a DeLorean TBL. to drive down these <coughs> yeah, cloud streets. Okay. Well, Michael J. Fox said it's okay. We could do that. But you have to have a DeLorean if you're going to drive down <laughs> these cloud streets. Oh. oh. Cloud oh. streets. Uh. <laughs> why are they called, but, but seriously, well, why are they called streets? Because they look like little avenues, like in a, a neighborhood. If you were in the sky, you could drive down. Yeah, true. anything they could think of, they they they, have, they looked like streets. What else do you come up with? A better name? Traverse, transverse rolls. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just mad that I looked at the back of my paper and I have no. I well, I have no Karen stuff on the back of my I, paper. Well, I I've run out of of, of the the. Recycle paper. So now these are going to be recycled. So I'll print stuff on the back of it. I oh, love so looking we get at to look back history. at old podcasts. I like looking at the history of Karen. And yeah. she's just not in this podcast. You I'm know, sad. people on the podcast have absolutely no nope. idea what you're she, talking about. <laughs> I recycle paper for those who He know. reuses all of his paper. Yeah. I'll, I'll see if I can find and some more. And his wife, Karen, used to print out neat, crafty ideas. Crazy crap is what she, she was a genius <laughs> I'm surprised amazing. I could afford ink as much as crap as she <laughs> wanted to print. You probably <laughs> kept the ink business in, in business. I did. <laughs> I, I had it like it's when we had a Staples that I would take the did ink. Did you have stock in ink? No, I would take the you cartridges should've. back in and I would get like credit for it. Remember when you could do that? Yeah. Yeah, I would. Oh, I, usually on the back of our agenda for the day. I don't know. Anyway. We have Karen Prince Austin. Well, uh, this know, one's I'll, blank. I'm sad. Well, I, I'm done. I'll, I'll, <laughs> okay, she's, a, she's not going to be here anymore. No, I, I'll go try to find some more stuff. <laughs> anyway, I think we're almost. If not already going off the rails, I think we were done a long time ago. <laughs> we were going on the road. Hey, you know what? It's 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 twenty twenty minutes exactly until the peak uh, totality of the blood moon that we won't see because the, we have too the, much the, cloud coverage. The, the blood flower stand green wall light blubber <clears throat> moon, yeah, whatever it is. I don't know. I think it's almost time to to wrap. Time for bed. It is. So, Corey, what do you think? You got anything? I'm done. It's going to be a good week. Is it? Well, until Friday. Yeah. I mean, we're not. The, the severe weather was today while we'll you were at work. We'll keep an eye on that. I think they're teasing us. I don't know. Yeah. It's just odd that day six, that's pretty far day out. Day six from SB6. Mexico to Canada. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's going to be refined. Right. If it is. So I'm really curious tomorrow to see what are they going to do there. So, okay. Shara, are you done coughing? For the moment. <laughs> Give me a second. I'll get going oh, again. Okay. Well, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Well, I, I don't have anything else. Uh, it's going to be nice this week. Uh, temperatures still slightly above normal, but not stupid. So probably uh, 80s for uh, low 80s for a few days. But then it's going to get in the upper 80s towards the end of the week again. Summer just kind of came in. Uh, so hopefully we can get a little bit of a pattern change before They're painting our pool. They're getting it ready for the oh, season. Oh, you guys are ready the to go. Cover out to is the cover. off the pool. <gasps> they they're really they worked on it all week. Yeah, they're, they're now making normally it look nice. you know they just come in and they open it. I mean they take the cover off and they clean the water and fill it back up. Yeah. This year they drained it, painted it, scrubbed all it, all kinds of good stuff. Painted it. We're going to have to do a live cast from your pool. Sure. We did that once. Yeah. It was like a 5,000. It was 5,000 likes. We're over 26,000 now. Thank you. 
Yeah. That was in 2016. Uh, oh gosh, a back. It was a long time ago. We'll have. We'll, we'll, we but will. But I'm plan. excited. I am literally like I'm right there by the pool, so I can watch the daily progress. Oh, there you go. And I'm I'm curious as to how they're going to fill it up. Uh, probably with com- water. With a well, hose. Yeah, big but hose. I'm but I'm like, okay, hose. but I'm thinking, are they going to stick a, just a basic little We're over garden 27, hose? 27,000, not 26,000. Oh. Are they going to put a garden hose? Because that'll take a week. 27,000. Yeah. Or are they going to bring in the fire department and fill that sucker up quickly? Well, I would ask Grant. Hello. He's a well, fireman. he's county. He's, he's volunteer. Ted Martin's not in the pool I've seen private pools, like people's he's backyards. He's in the fire business, and he's in the uh, the uh, outdoor warning siren, siren business. Yes. I have seen people exactly. call the fire department to fill up their private pool, and they pay for the fire department to serious? come and fill up their private pool. Because they can fill it up in a matter Maybe of minutes. Rural, oh, I know. The RFD address, rural, rural fire department will come do that. But, but I mean, I'm thinking if they're going to fill this thing up with a little there. bitty garden hose, it's going to take a week. At yeah. least I had a pool at my house. I mean, it was what, above. What we should do. I had an above pool. Gra- I should rig up my camera in my bedroom a window. Time lapse and time and lapse. Time it. lapse. Ooh, that would be a, a summer above, thing. I had yeah. an above ground pool growing up, and if we ever like, if we had to drain it because it was sometimes it would get so bad, we'd just have to drain it that summer. If we had to refill it, it was. It was a good week. Oh, it took a it while. It was four to five days with our garden hose of the water cut running day and night for it to fill up. It didn't up. take us that long. See, we have two pools. It was a it was a good size. Ours yeah. was a good size. It was an oval. It wasn't just a little round oh, pool. Ours was a good oh. size oval. So you're talking It was big three feet pool. on one end and five foot on the other. Oh, so you get okay, that's major water. Okay. <laughs> it's not fair. Okay, well, I'm seeing really cool pictures from was. McDonald County, Missouri, which is in the this is the McDonald County is the very most southwestern county of the state. Yeah, right in the corner. And they got a clear view over there. Oh, there, See, McDonald okay. County is one, two, three counties to our west. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. We got to see. Okay, I think we need to wrap this up. Yeah. We need to go look at the Maybe at it's the thing, cleared so. up out there, huh? Let's hope. Okay, so let me read the outro, and you want to go look? Let's do it. There we go. All right, so be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page, and be sure to like and comment on our post to have them show up as your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so we're going to go out and look at the eclipse and join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.